Good morning. Since that was a short one, I will be doing a, a true crime story about called The Body Farm. A body farm is a research facility where decomposition can be studied in a variety of settings. They were invented by anthropologist Dr. William Bass in 1987 at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, Tennessee, where Dr. Bass was interested in studying the decomposition of, human, of a human corpse from the time of death to the time of decay. The aim is to gain a better understanding of the decomposition process, permitting the development of techniques for extracting information such as the timing and circumstances of death in human remains. Body farm research is of particular interest in forensic anthropology and related disciplines and has applications in the fields of law enforcement and forensic science. By placing the bodies outside to face elements, researchers are able to get a better understanding of the decomposition process. Seven such facilities exist in the United States, with the research facility operated by Texas State University at Freeman Ranch being the largest at 26 acres in the area. A single body farm in, uh, is also operational in Australia. University Research Facilities Seven research facilities in the United States can be found at the University of Texas, Tennessee in Knoxville, Western Carolina University, Texas State University, Sam Houston State University, Southern Illinois University, Colorado Mesa University, and University of South Florida. These seven research facilities have been deemed body farms due to the nature of the decomposition research they perform. Numerous purposes exist for these research facilities, yet their main purpose is to study and form an understanding of the decompositional changes that occur with the human body. This research is then used for medical, legal, and educational purposes. Dr. Richard Jans, our director of the Forensic Anthropology Center, advises others to look where humans look, breathe, and smell by watching how humans perform different movements in everyday life. Jans finds it important to recognize the basic structure and the necessary necessity for the body farms facilities by emphasizing the importance of the environment events that lead to developing timing of death and understanding how of how scavengers interact with decomposition. Rick Shuian, head of the FBI office in Asheville, North Carolina, also finds use of the body farms, claiming the information from them can be used at many different levels and thus constitutes a good thing for science. University of Tennessee at Knoxville. The original body farm is the University of Tennessee Anthropology Research Facility located a few miles from downtown Alcoa Highway in Knoxville, Tennessee behind the University of Tennessee Medical Center. It was first started in late 1981 by anthropologist Dr. William M. Bass as a facility for the study of the decomposition of human remains. Dr. Bass became head of the university's anthropology department in 1971. As official state forensic anthropologist for Tennessee, he was frequently consulted in police cases involving decomposed human remains. Since no facilities existed that specifically studied decomposition in 1972, he opened the department's first body farm. It consists of a 2.5-acre wooded plot surrounded by a razor wire fence. At any one time, there will be a number of bodies placed in different settings throughout the facility and left to decompose. The bodies are exposed in a number of ways in order to provide insights into decomposition under varying conditions. Some of the conditions students in study were Situations such as a body being locked in the trunk of a car or being submerged underwater, which provided some actual data-driven knowledge to help in many forensic cases. Observations and records of the decomposition process are kept, including the sequence and speed of decomposition and the effects of insect activity. 
The human composition stages that are studied begin with the flesh, fresh stage, then the bloat stage, then decay, and finally the dry stage. Over 100 bodies are donated to the facility every year. Some individuals pre-register before their death, and others are donated by the family. <coughs> By the families or by a medical examiner. 60% of donations are made by family members of injuries who were not pre-registered with the facility. <coughs> Over 1,300 people have chosen to pre-register themselves. Perhaps the most famous person to donate his body for study was anthropologist Grover Krantz, as described by his colleague David Hunt at the Smithsonian. The University of Tennessee Body Farm is also used in the training of law enforcement officers and scene of crime skills and techniques. Western Carolina University, the second human decomposition facility to open in the United States, is located at Western Carolina University in Coolahee, North Carolina, and is part of the Western Carolina Human <coughs> Identification Laboratory. Identification Laboratory. The facility is known as the Forensic Osteology Research Station, or more commonly as the FOREST, F-O-R-E-S-T. It was opened in 2006 and is run by WCU's Forensic Anthropology Program in a small plot on the rural mountain campus. The facility studies decomposition in the western North Carolina mountain habit and has been used for cadaver dog training. Texas State University a forensic anthropology research facility was commissioned by the Texas State University San Marcos Department of Anthropology and is under the direction of Dr. Michelle Hamilton, a former student of Dr. Bill Bass. The forensic research facility is fully operated as part of the Forensic Anthropology Center at Texas State. Facts, F-A-C-T-S. The forensic facility has received a financial donation of over $100,000 from a distinguished professor emeritus of Sta Texas State University and has started construction of an adjoining million-dollar lab to augment that facility. The development of this facility has been possible through the efforts of Dr. Jerry Melby, DABFA. Prior to the selection of the location, the Jackson local residents and the nearby San Marcos Municipal Airport, owing to concerns about cold circling vultures, stalled the plan, but on February 12, 2008, Texas State University announced that a Freeman Ranch off County Road 213 northwest of San Marcos would be the site of the facility. The vultures originally created problems for the location of the research facility and provided a new area study on the effect of culture vulture scavenging on, <coughs> on human decomposition. A new body is brought to the facility every five or six months. The bodies typically come from Texas hospitals, funeral homes, or medical examiners' offices. From there, they are strapped to a gurney loaded into cargo vans and brought to the ranch where researchers and student volunteers begin their research on the corpses. A forensic anthropology research facility, FARF, is a human decomposition research laboratory where questions related to outdoor occurrences and decomposition rates for human remains under various topographical and climate conditions are investigated. The FARF serves as a resource for students of forensic anthropology as well as state and national law enforcement agencies. The work conducted here will have a direct impact on law enforcement and forensic investigations throughout the state of Texas and beyond. The Forensic Anthropology Center at Texas State accepts body donations for scientific research purposes under 
The uniform and the not marked to gift tag. To date, they have received 150 bodies with up to 200 or more donations planned. The areas of research conducted with donated bodies will include reconstructing the postmortem interval to determine time since death and related studies on human decomposition. The overall aim of this type of research is to assist law enforcement agents and the medical legal community in their investigations. While practical stress currently limit the forensic anthropology research facility to only around seven acres in the Texas Hill Country, Freeman Ranch has about 4,200 acres available. Freeman Ranch is working is a working ranch that also serves as an education model for ranch management. It is an area of land for education outreach and research. Researchers students visit the ranch and participate in educational activities and projects. Researchers and students are allowed to conduct experiments and studies at the ranch, including forensic anthropology. Sam Houston State University. The Southeast Texas Applied Forensic Science Facility, STAFS, is a state-of-the-art research and training facility designed to advance academic and technical knowledge in the application of forensic science disciplines to crime science and criminal activities. The facility's predominant focus of study is the pre-application of forensic sciences to the human body and the vast amount of evidence that can be gleaned from the careful recognition, collection, and preservation of that evidence. The facility is recognized by the Anatomical Board of Texas and is as a willed body donor facility and its human body donations for the purpose of scientific research. The facility trains students, law enforcement officials, academicians, and forensic specialists. The facility is located within the Center for Biology Field Studies at Sam Houston State University, a 247-acre a parcel of land adjacent to the Sam Houston National Forest. One acre of maximum security fences surrounds the outdoor research facility with an additional eight acres of minimum security reserved for other types of forensic testing training such as research and recovery maneuvers. Contained within the outdoor facility are a variety of various environmental conditions including a fluvial environment. Webcams located within the outdoor facility monitor timing of various postmodern activities from on and off campus computers. The building is designed as a morgue with a cooler and freezer units, modern morgue equipment and tools, and digital radiograph and microscopic capabilities. The environment in Southeast Texas is quite different from the environment of East Tennessee. East Tennessee's mean annual temperature is 67 degrees Fahrenheit. The Huntsville, Texas area's mean annual temperature is 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Temperature along with many other factors affect the decomposition process and therefore a difference in temperature will produce different decomposition results. Southern Illinois University. The Complex for Forensic Anthropology Research, CFAR, opened at Southern Illinois University, Carbondale, Illinois, in October 2010, working with pigs as human proxies. The co-founders, Gretchen R. Dabbs and D.C. Martin, built a facility to examine the rate and pattern of decomposition in the unique environment of Southern Illinois. In comparison to other facilities opened at the time, CFAR has the lowest average temperature, highest average wood speed, second lowest elevation, and most acidic soil, and the worst soil drainage. Since climate and environment are major factors affecting the rate and pattern of decomposition, these differences between Southern Illinois and other established studies were expected and have proven to heavily influence the rate and pattern of decomposition. The first human donation was accepted at CIFAR in January 2012. CIFAR is a unit within the Department of Anthropology, College of Liberal Arts at SIU. It is the approximate 
0.33 acres of grassland surrounded by privacy, fencing with razor wire, outdoor cameras are used to monitor access for security purposes and record research events. Current research focuses on establishing the baseline rate and pattern of decomposition in the unique Southern Illinois environment. Additionally, researchers at CIFAR attempt to mimic clandestine body de disposal situations and understand how the process of decomposition is altered by those postmortem treatments and how the postmortem treatment can be identified after skeletonization. The, the faculty and staff of CIFAR also participate in forensic anthropology consultations to provide training seminars for local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies. Colorado Mesa University. The Forensic Investigation Research Station, FIRS, as part of Colorado Mesa University and Grand Junction and is under the direction of Dr. Melissa Connor. The research program is under the direction of Dr. Jessica Metcalf. Its location outside of Whitewater, Colorado provides compared to the other facilities open at the time, the highest altitude, and most arid, averaging eight inches of rain a year environment. FIRS consists of both indoor and outdoor research facilities. The outdoor facility is about an acre fenced area surrounded by privacy fencing with razor wire. Outdoor cameras are used both for security and research. The indoor facility consists of a classroom, web, wet lab, morgue, walk-in, cooler, intake area, office, and secure storage areas. The first pig was placed in the outdoor facility September 2012 in the indoor facility opened for classes in January 2013 and the first human donation was placed in November 2013. As of January 2018, the facility has 11 human cadavers on site. Most remain desiccate quickly and current research focuses on the variation in the desiccation process and determining the most postmortem interval on mummified or desiccated remains. The focus at first is on education and students include Colorado Mesa students as well as practitioners, law enforcement coroners, coroner deputies, and forensic scientists. University of South Florida. The Adam Kennedy Forensics Field is operated by Florida's Forensic Institute for Research, Security, and Tactics with help from the University of South Florida as well as the Pasco County Sheriff's Department. The facility was opened on September 19, 2018 with five bodies. It is the first of its type in Florida as well as subtropical environment. Other facilities. There have been proposals to open body farms in other locations in the U.S. and elsewhere. Few of these have been successful as yet. For example, a facility in Las Vegas was proposed in 2003 but wasn't able to secure funding. The Australian facility for Taphonomic Spare Research, after opened in 2016, is located near Yarramundi from the Arctic to Sydney, Australia, on the patch of land owned by the Unit of Technology Sydney and is the first body farm outside the United States. To establish as research has, has demonstrated that differing environmental conditions means that findings of body farm analysis in the United States are frequently not relevant to Australia. A second story body farm has been proposed for central Queensland, which would be the first in the world to be in the tropics. Roma Khan of India was reported in 2010 to be taking initial steps to establish a body farm in India along with the lines of those in the U.S. Researchers have also proposed a facility in the UK that would hold bodies as the body farms in the United States do to further help in their forensic teams understand decomposition as it relates to crime. Several universities in Britain have used animal remains to understand human taphonomy, but there are currently no facilities present to hold human remains as the farms 
in the U.S. do. Pigs are commonly studied, but they are only useful in this field to a certain extent since they don't carry the same illnesses or obtain the same injuries as humans that affect cause of death or how the body decomposes. Although the U.K. can use the research provided by the facilities in other parts of the world, their climate is different from that in the U.S. and bodies decay differently in differing environments and weather and with different flora and fauna that contribute to, to decomposition. Body donations. There are three ways the farms can access the body. The first way is through state medical examiner's call offices. When a body is left unclaimed or unidentified, the medical examiner might then decide to donate the body for the advancement of science. The second way is through family members who can, do who can also donate the body of a loved one. The third way is when a person decides to donate their own body and sign a form to ensure their wishes are carried out. The body farms were rejected donation if the person has been affected with human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, hepatitis, or antibiotic resistant bacteria. Opposition. The farms, the body farms have contributed to a great deal to the field of forensic anthropology. However, many people living near the body farms and these, these facilities to be disturbing. Many have made the argument that the decomposing cause of attract insects and scavenging animals. After the opening of the University of Tennessee's body farms, there was were a number of complaints about the odor that was coming from the farm. Also, many people even claimed that they could see the decomposing bodies from their homes. The university fixed this problem by installing a privacy fence in Tennessee after the opening of the first body farm and no organization called Solutions to Issues of Concern to Knoxvillians or Sick protested the facility by holding up signs that read, This makes us SICK. Forensic Advancement Since the start of the initial body farm in Tennessee, William Bass, a forensic panther has worked to fulfill the various law enforcement officials on questions involving decomposition rates that help pinpoint the time of death of victims during trials. Furthering this research at the Tennessee Body Farm, Bass and his team began to expand into other forensic investigative questions such as what was the climate during the death, if the water was involved, if water was involved during the decomposition process, and if clothing was on the body or not during composition. All questions and areas of the focus helped, which helped narrow the window of possible death during investigative research on dead and decomposed bodies in trials. Jennifer DeBryan, a microbioecologist, has begun studying both the impact of the environment on the body and the body's impact on the environment at the Tennessee Body Farm as recently as 2015. Focusing on the impact and importance of the microbe environment inside the human body and in the soil as the Different enzymes leach out during decomposition. De Bruin and her teams have helped narrow down two potential bacteria organisms, bac bacteroids and lactobacillus, which offer the potential for consistent cycles and rates de during decomposition. De Bruin hopes this area of research has the potential to narrow down the possible window of death even more so in the face of variations of climate, water variants, and individual metabolic decomposition rates and potential scavengers. Medical practice. Medical practitioners ask a number of questions when observing decomposed or dead bodies. According to Bass, there are seven questions that are required to complete forensic investigation. Bass lays out these questions as a guideline to help pinpoint potential time of death and cause of death. The question Bass asks pertain to such decomposition traits as was the body in the shade or sunlight, was there water involved, or even the different stages associated with death and dying, which can help paint part of the forensic picture. Each stage of death is analyzed independently at the body farm to get a better understanding of the decomposition process on the body. 
Medical practice determine what same sex or what climate caused human bodies to decompose the quickest or in which manner they decompose according to differences in the temperature or type of insect. The information regarding decomposed bodies is found to be important to the scientific community even if that information is not found necessarily in the bodies themselves. But the soil and plant life surrounding the bodies Bryant has found gave grave importance in the soil surrounding the decomposing bodies at the body farms, pointing out that how the breakdown and leaching of human proteins and bacteria out into the soil can help pinpoint time of death and questions regarding the climate of scene of death. Products of the decomposed body eventually seep into the soil, leaving behind traces of the body which help researchers determine the length and time that a body has been in a particular area. In popular culture, the concept of the body farm in general, as well as the existing institutions in particular, have has been used in several crime-related works in public culture. Notable examples include Patricia Cormo's novel *The Body Farm*, is based on the University of Tennessee facility, but not an actual event surrounding it. The character of Dr. Thomas Cass was based upon Bill, Dr. Bill Bass in his book *Death Thinking*, which is as a forward to it by Cor- Cornwell Bass and co-author John Jefferson described the experiment he undertook on her behalf. A similar experiment conducted by the fiction Dr. Cass solves the book's mystery. Authors John Jefferson and Bill Bass have published a number of fiction murder mystery novels based on the body farm at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville under the pseudonym John Jefferson. The lead character is based on Bill Bass and the British television series Walking the Dead, Waking the Dead. Forensic pathologist Dr. Eve Locker has her own body farm. She appears in the spin-off series The Body Farm. In the U.S. show Rizzoli and Isles, the chief medical examiner of Massachusetts, Dr. Mara Isles, has a giant African spirit tortoise called Bass after William M. Bill Bass. Also during the episode 604, they visit the body farm at the BCU Boston Cambridge University. During the episode 617 of Fox Television series Bones, entitled The Feed on the Beach, medical Anthropologist Dr. Temperance Brennan and her partner, FBI Special Agent Celie Booth, visit the body farm at the Fiction University of Hogansburg, New York. In episode 2.15 of CSI Crime Scene Investigation, titled Burden of Proof, a murder victim's body is dumped at the body farm, among other bodies. A body farm within the forensic training facility is featured in the beginning of the episode 9.17 of Fox's television series The X Files. The episode titled Release mentions that the facility is located in Joplin. Virginia. Simon Beckett's novel, Whispers of the Dead, is set in and around the body farm in Texas, Knoxville, Tennessee. It is the third book in a series centered on protagonist David, Dr. David Hunter, forensic anthropologist. The series itself has was inspired by Beckett's visit to the body farm in Tennessee during episode two of the documentary series Stephen Fry in America. Oh, Stephen Fry visits the University of Tennessee Anthropology Research Facility in episode 3.2 of Law and Order SVU. Entire rafts of murder victims are dumped at the body farm, among other bodies. In Tim Dorsey's book, Torpedo Juice, Serge and Coleman dump a body in the body farm in the Florida Everglades, located off the Tammy Trail. In Epsilon Durarar, X2 Tinsher mentions that his father searches the body for a local drugstore photographer. Sally Mann's fifth book, What Remains, 2003. Includes a series of photographs of dead and decomposing taken at the Tennessee Forensic Anthropology Center. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the, sh- the episode. Uh, stay safe. Stay home whenever you can. Practice social distancing. Wear a mask. 
and wash your hands during this coronavirus pandemic. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a new true crime story.